Be a normal person who likes waffles. What'd you have for breakfast? Um, wait, weren't we gonna do the thing where I ask you what you had for breakfast? Um, we can do whatever we want. It's our podcast. What'd you have for breakfast? Today, I just cried a lot for breakfast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so, okay, we've talked a lot about what breakfast means, but (laughs) I don't think we've ever talked about what tears mean for breakfast. If If it's your first cry of the day, it's a breakfast cry. Um, well, I mean, okay, I'll give you that, but honestly, is it like... Did you consume the tears? Did they like... You know, like when you cry so much that some of it just kind of like goes in your mouth a little bit? No, I've never done that. <laughs> I've never done that before. I, okay, you are a liar, Brian Hamilton. Don't you don't you try to tell me you've never cried so hard you kind of like drank it a little bit. I've always made the conscious decision to not uh, swallow my tears. You know what? I'm just going to stop you right there because I don't want you to have to lie. Um, <laughs> For breakfast today... I had, um, it's a recreation of a Bagelsaurus sandwich. Bagelsaurus, friend of the show. Yeah, um, so over the weekend, a friend of the show and friend of my life, uh, Stephen Yale, and you and me, we all went to Bagelsaurus together, um, and I decided for the first time to get a different sandwich at Bagelsaurus. Different sandwich from what? From, well, what I usually get is the classic jumbo with bacon, which is like the regular, well, it's not regular. It's kind of like the more classic, like bacon, egg, and cheese. Um, the thing that makes it super special is, of course, the bagel source bagel. And also, they put like a little smear of mustard on it. And it sounds like it would be gross, but it's just one of the most delicious things in the world. And I love it so much and hold it so dear to me that whenever we go to Bagelsaurus, I think to myself, like, well, I can't get anything else. But Steven was pointing out that there was a sandwich called the T-Rex, which is a bagel sandwich with almond butter, honey, banana, and bacon. And I grew very intrigued. And then we decided that I would get the T-Rex, and he would get the classic jumbo, and we would both have half together, because that's what true friendship is. And so you made that exact uh, sandwich this morning? I did, except without a bagel, because if it's not a bagel source bagel, I'm kind of not interested in it. Um, (laughs) I got a loaf of fresh sourdough bread, and I also bought almond butter, and honey, and bananas, and bacon. And I used the bacon method to cook the bacon, and it was just, it was a beautiful time. It was a gorgeous time. That is amazing. You've made me that sandwich last time I was in Boston, and it was amazing. Oh my god, I loved it. It's a game changer of sandwiches. Like, I'm just such a fan of bacon, which is like super salty, being paired with sweet things. It is absolutely fantastic. Um, we're going to be talking a lot about that soon, but before we do, uh, for breakfast today, I had mac and cheese but uh because i had it like noon or so wait was that that was your breakfast because well for the listeners at home uh brian and i actually were facetiming while we were making breakfast so you had something before what i watched you make yes you did wait that was the yes wrong. i did <laughs> My mind is a million different places right now because uh, I, I was going to tell this a uh, little bit later to the listeners, but I um, 
I've been on like a little bit of a cooking frenzy lately, and I decided to make um, one of our favorites, coffee lemonade, which is a Swedish drink that uh, I found online once, and I was like, ooh, let me try this. It's amazing. Uh, I made some a little earlier, and I thought, you know, I'll just make it now. Like, I'll prep the lemon juice and the simple syrup and everything now so I can have it uh, tomorrow. And I wound up making it tonight. Uh, you know, just to sip and taste and show uh, some people what it would taste like, because coffee, lemonade, that sounds really weird, and they thought it was really good, and then I drank all of it. It is midnight <laughs> right now, and I've had, like... That's what happens when you make coffee and lemonade. Brian, I think you should go a little bit um, deeper into how this drink is made, because I know the first time I heard about it, I was scratching my head, but, like, it is one of the most addicting beverages that doesn't have any addictive qualities to it besides the caffeine. It is cold brew mixed with a lemon zest simple syrup, lemon juice, and tonic water. And the combination of coffee and lemon makes a lot of people wary. But let me tell you, it is bright and refreshing. And somehow the lemon complements the coffee perfectly. I can't explain why. Uh, You just got to try it for yourself. Or if you ever see me in real life, ask me for some and I will probably make you some because I love this drink a lot. It's also like, it's just really refreshing in a way that coffee usually isn't like on a summer day uh coffee lemonade is actually like one of the greatest things uh backtracking what i had for breakfast was mac and cheese but uh the other thing i made today this morning was scrambled eggs in a sous vide and yes we'll do a sous vide episode soon but uh let me tell you this was an interesting interesting uh experience i thought it was tasty uh i thought it was um a little more effort than i was willing to put into scrambled eggs but we'll save that for another show um and right now as i look across the room from me i've got a uh, little cheesecake mason jars cooking away in the sous vide uh they've been there for maybe an hour and they're coming out soon then they got chill and uh they make a tiny little delicious uh, thing of dessert that we're going to enjoy tomorrow. I'm on a sous vide craze. Brian, you should have a cooking show called Cinnamon Bun Eats. And people are going to be like, wait, I thought this had cinnamon buns in it. And it's like, no, sir, that was that was Brian Hamilton. So I'm the cinnamon bun in this case. Yes, but, but there needs to be an episode, like for the 100th episode, or like when you reach like a million subscribers, that's when Cinnamon Bun makes Cinnamon Buns. Why are you planning my YouTube series out for me and the 100th episode before I even conceive it? Because I'm your manager, kid. Don't you want to be a star? Um, None more black. I'm a golden god. Other music documentary references I'm too tired to make right now. Don't you want fame and fortune? Uh, always. Let me give you that fame and those YouTube money. <laughs> yes, all the YouTube money. I'll, uh, I'll get to interview the president. Gotta get it while the getting's good, kid. What are we talking about this week, Allison? This week, we're talking about my staunch breakfast opinions. This time, they are pancake opinions. Uh, we're talking about sweet breakfasts and how I like really don't prefer them unless they're mixed with some sort of salty component. Sweet breakfast? You mean when you and I go on a breakfast date? I'm saying like sweet, sweet breakfast. Like when you and I go on a double date with one of our friends? That's how sweet it is? I'm saying like, like when you first wake up in the mor- in the morning and you've got all these covers around you and I post a picture on Instagram and I say, 
set the timer for 20 minutes cinnamon buns ready to come out of the oven get the sauce packet ready and then like someone i used to talk to on okcupid will like comment saying something like oh that sounds dirty and i will like verbally abuse him over instagram messenger and tell him to never speak to me again What's fascinating to me about breakfast is that we have two different kinds of breakfast. We really do have sweet breakfast and savory breakfast. And it's very rare that they come together in any meaningful way, but they are two very uh, strong pillars. Like we've talked about before, breakfast is a time where you can just load up on like fatty, carby uh, foods and feel great for the rest of the day. But there's also a sect of people, and myself included, that enjoy literal desserts for breakfast. <laughs> Well, it's kind of the interesting thing about breakfast is that it's the one meal of the day where you can really span, like, several different types of, like, like palettes. If you all go to a diner, like, for breakfast, uh, one person can get something that's essentially, like, a cake, like pancakes or whatever, like a big stack of them. And then another person could get, like, steak and eggs, which is, like, the most dinner of the breakfasts. <laughs> um, yeah, so you don't like sweet breakfast. I'm just not a fan. Um, ever since I was a little kid, we'd like go to Dunkin' Donuts and like I remember my grandma would be like, oh, do you want a chocolate donut? And I would kind of sit there and I'd be like, no, I don't. <laughs> wow. What was it like being you? I remember consciously thinking to myself, I'm a little kid. I should like sugary things. And then I was like, nope. Interesting. So even way back then, like, did you eat like sugary cereal in the morning? Because that's where it really started for me was eating Pop-Tarts and sugary cereal. We're, we're talking Oreo O's. Like, I, I don't know. I put cereal in kind of a different category sometimes because I feel like a lot of breakfast cereals are very, very sugary and a lot of them are like pretty on the bland side. So you can still have that sort of range. Um, I also, like, I, I was allowed to, to eat sugary cereal. I'm not saying that, but my, my, like, parents were kind of, like, they, they didn't really like keeping it in the house because they were afraid that me and my sister would get a ton of cavities and jokes on them. I have shitty teeth anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> why is cereal in a different realm then? Because they're both, like, really sugary things that are not savory. Okay, but think, think Cheerios. Cheerios are sweet. Well, okay, I don't mean... Okay, you're right. Um, I don't quite mean sweet as in... I mean sweet as in not savory, you know? Like, savory is eggs and bacon, but, like, Cheerios aren't savory. Honestly, in a perfect world, I would want my breakfast to be neutral, which is what I consider Cheerios, to savory. And that includes... I mean, well, maybe this doesn't include neutral... It depends how it depends your your definition. I feel like the breakfast I enjoy most, which I talked about at the beginning of this podcast, um, I just love breakfasts that kind of play with sweet and salty. Um, like most notably, anything having to do with bacon because bacon is so salty and it takes sweet so well. I I don't know. I'm just not a big like. I don't want most. Okay, like. I, I don't want to speak, like, forever. Sometimes I wake up and I want pancakes. But more often than not, if I'm getting breakfast, I will not be ordering the pancakes. I'm the opposite. Well, not quite the opposite, but I really do enjoy pancakes for breakfast. And I, I know there's a difference between, like, regular buttermilk pancakes with a pad of butter on it and some syrup. 
and like Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity from IHOP, which is one of my favorite Ugh, things ever. Just, Come fight me. The thought of that just makes me think of like it sitting like a rock in my stomach. See, you have that kind of foresight that I just don't have. I deal with the consequences <laughs> like a man. Or just like a person that deals with consequences. Like a man. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. I maybe that's why I don't really enjoy the the sugary breakfast is because I just think to myself about the aftermath, and like if they you know they kind of like give me a tummy ache like in the beginning of the day, or I get the sugar spike and then I'm tired by like noon. How is that different from caffeine though? Because uh, you like me have a, co- a cup of coffee in the morning. I don't get tired after my caffeine hike. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I just. I, I'm not trying to say, like, I'm special or anything. I just think that they're two <laughs> different things. Like, a sugar crash is different than a caffeine crash. Caffeine crash, I can still, like, be a person. Sugar crash, I want to take a nap. I crash hard after coffee. Um, and I don't really crash after sugary breakfast, but that may be from years and years of uh, Pop-Tarts and toaster strudels and things in the morning uh, as I was going off to school. Or maybe you're just not aware of it. It's very true uh, that I very possibly maybe I'm not aware of it. And... I'm just talking about having some breakfast accountability here. You know, have some <laughs> breakfast awareness. Um, breakfast awareness is when you are at a diner and you're trying to decide if you want breakfast or lunch, but you're at a diner. You want breakfast, damn it. I don't know. I think breakfast awareness is like, here I am. This is my space in the universe and I get to eat eggs. I, like, was born miraculously into this time-space continuum where eggs exist, and I'm going to eat them. (laughs) Okay, so one of my favorite things at a diner is when you can get a platter of eggs and bacon and that other stuff along with a stack of buttermilk pancakes with maple syrup and butter. What do you feel about that? I feel like the complete breakfast, if I'm like having a morning and it's, and I'm hungry, then the complete breakfast, I think, almost borders on neutral territory because you're kind of mixing sugary things with salty things. Um, but like, again, I can't really think of the last time I ordered something like that. I know you haven't. I mean, we've been getting breakfast together for almost three years now. And honestly, you steer clear of any of that stuff. You're very much staunchly in the savory uh, area of breakfast. And I don't feel like that's any sort of fault. Like the idea of brunch. Do you think that's a character flaw, Brian? Uh, (laughs) No. Definitely not. In his brain, whenever Brian's thinking like, huh, maybe I want to break up with Truge, he thinks to himself, no, I love her. She's amazing. And then he's like, but she doesn't like pancakes in the morning. For me, it's about having like a quick jolt in the morning with like a thing of Pop-Tarts or a bowl of cereal. But combining that with something as large and robust as pancakes and calling that like a full breakfast, even though it looks like a literal cake is surprising to me even though I love it like I don't I don't understand how it's socially acceptable I feel like we're talking mostly pancakes here let's talk about like other sweet breakfasts like what other sweet breakfasts are there well I mean we've mentioned pop tarts and cereal a few times but like that seems to be the default for a lot of people especially like getting up and going to school in the morning and things like that yeah I guess so because there's also like waffles but I kind of feel the same way about waffles really yeah i'm just like i don't know i had this weird thing with syrup when i was a kid um i just hated syrup and i think it was because like it was too sweet um and so my my mom like you know 
like, woman would want some pancakes. So she wasn't going to, like, make me a different breakfast. So she was like, eat waffles. Like, be a normal person who likes waffles. And I was like, Um, And we compensated by uh, her either putting peanut butter or jelly or both on my waffles. And that was a way that I could stand it. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. What? That's even sweeter. That makes no sense to me. I I don't know. Because maple syrup is all sugar and jelly and peanut butter isn't peanut butter isn't jelly jelly is but in a different way i guess i don't know maybe it was the texture of the syrup i didn't like or the flavor even that makes absolutely no sense to me listen i'm not trying to explain to you why five-year-old truge was five-year-old truge i didn't like syrup (laughs) okay yeah no i feel that i feel that um but whatever i of waffles i think of those like little square compartments that they have and i always like i remember thinking about this as a child being like what do waffles have to hide like why why are they like this where they have like all these little holes on them and just they're just little pockets to hide little secrets you really like blatant food you don't like mushrooms for the same reason (laughs) I just, it's its a subtlety thing. Like, why do they have to do it like that? Like, why can't they just be up front? So where do you stand? I on... feel the same way about like, chi- <laughs> I feel the same way about like, like stuffed meats. Like, why keep it a secret? Uh, God. So where do you stand on fruits for breakfast? Because I feel like all of our examples are fluffy pastries that when added with like fruit or chocolate or anything like that become a little too overwhelming in the morning but where do you stand on just a banana for breakfast oh fruit for breakfast is bay fruit for breakfast can get it a lone banana in the bottom of your backpack a lone banana in the bottom of my backpack who withstood the trials and tribulations of being a backpack banana and became my mvp banana most valuable banana um and banana does not start with p (laughs) Are you saying, wait, it's Panana. Panana, yeah, that's that, that's exactly what it is. It's like the country, Panama, <laughs> where the Panama Canal. <laughs> do you want to continue that joke? Which is another thing. What are canals trying to hide? Like, how do they work? No, no, don't start the music yet. I have one <laughs> other thing to say. I feel like this show is me trying to endure you derailing us. <laughs> until you just completely derail and like when i can't stop laughing that's when we <laughs> the show. when you're like ah oh, i give up <laughs> and i officially give up here but you still love me right like a whole lot like a lot a lot Ugh, gross